Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Best friends. Yep. Best friends forever. Fantasy best friends forever. Hour number two. Fantasy best friends forever. Fantasy sports radio network. Alongside Frankie Stample, I'm Greg Sussman. Join for hour number two as we are each and every day. The closer, Chris Venture. What's up, Chris? What's up, guys? It's your boy, the closer. Here today, and we'll talk some baseball. That's we are. that. We are going. We are going to talk some baseball. What kind of hat is that you got on right there? Yankees. Yankee hat today. Yeah. You gave up on the Rockies after the uh, no the Rockies start. No, no, I'm I'm still on the Rockies. You're still on the Rockies, but because you, know, you gave up on the purple hair plan, you stopped wearing the hat, so you're not jumping off the bandwagon I, yet, right? I never give up. No. Kyle Freeland <laughs> rocked two games in a row now. Well, I wouldn't say he was rocked. Seven earned runs. That's the first, the second game. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't think he was rocked. He get four walks. Yeah, the walks are an issue. Listen, I know he's not going to be great all the time, but especially not in Coors Field. Yeah, there is a guy I'm interested that's out there on waivers though. Who's that? A little bit of Tyson Ross. Tyson Ross. The Tyson Ross Tyson sauce. Ross. <laughs> oh, Greg's got the the head in the he's hands. Not happy about Tyson Ross. He's killing it. Greg's been in on Tyson Ross in years past. I certainly haven't. By the way, K's people. Uh, this is so ridiculous. My entire team, my entire starting pitching staff is just hurt. Archer suspended. Uh, Tyone on the day to day. John Lester officially placed on the IL just now. Oh. Okay. Well, you can make some moves now, Greg. You can. You could add I, don't, some players, I, don't, I don't have enough DL spots. At least it's John Lester and not like you know Tyon or. Uh, yeah, it could be. You got hit in the head. Uh, yeah, God forbid. Yeah. Can't say that too soon. Yeah, I might. Uh, it might be my opportunity to drop, drop John Lester. We'll see. Um, Tyson Ross, twelve strikeouts and twelve innings pitch, Greg. Yep. Is he he, interest? I'm good on the Tyson Ross thing this year. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a ten point six percent swinging strike rate, which is his highest since 2016 when he was still with the Padres. When he was dirty, yeah. What it's worth, Greg, is uh, his first pitch strike percentage not good. Falling behind in counts very often. Okay. So that's bad. Forty eight percent, very bad. League averages. Usually around 60. Yeah. 48%. Not very good. Velocity I'm, also down. I think I'm out. I think I'm out on this venture. Okay. For now. I, I'm saying it's a guy. Maybe you stream him. Take a look. In the, That's in all certain I'm saying. Stream him against the Indians. Sure. Yeah. Plays in the division. I'm all right with that. Watch list. We're talking here. You know? But Anybody can be on your watch list. It's a watch list. There's no, there's no minimum. Look at no the maximum. velocity, though. Oh, yo, yo. There is a maximum. Fastball velocity. Watch list? 89.9 miles per hour. Really? ESPN. They have a maximum of people on your watch list, yeah. really. Yeah, once you have too many, you can't add it anymore right, to the so watch list. Yahoo does not. Cross ESPN, and right Yahoo off, off yeah. the list of uh, places where we play CBS uh, In CBS, you can't see how much other people bid. Maybe sometimes you don't want to know. I do. I always want to know. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke. It's important. It's a joke. I agree with that. I don't like that, but... Cross it off the list. Unlimited watch list. Cross it I don't care. We should make our, <laughs> we should make our own fantasy website. That seems like something you can do when you're up in the middle of the night. Seems like seems very hard to do, Venture. Yeah, Venture's you need a lot of stats. Yeah, plugged in from another source. You probably also need like 
ML, you have to have some sort of contract, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. a, with a staff with the player and the players association, right? To use their names. I think. I think probably. Yeah. There's websites where that you pay for a package for the whole Fantrax. year. Fantrax. That's where we got to go, Greg. Fantrax. They do you play Mike Florio. So. Fantrax is nice. I like Fantrax, Fantrax actually. I play with you on the best ball league. Yeah. I haven't checked out any of my best ball teams yet. Usually I'll check once per month because, I mean, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. There's nothing I can do now anyways. Yeah, yeah, you can't. I just checked to see where we're at, and I'm in second, and you are in fourth. Oh, that's pretty that's good. Not bad. Not that's bad. Who's in first? As long as it's not Florida. Shohei the money? I don't know who that is. I don't know. That might be one of my buddies, actually. All right, let's move on. We've got a lot to recap. A lot to recap from last night. I want to start with the Seattle Mariners, who improved to 10-2 on the season yesterday. What is going on? Feeding Kansas City. It's Kansas City. 13-5. Ed E goes deep, not once, but twice, in the same damn inning. Twice in the sixth inning. Edwin Encarnacion goes deep the second time in his career that he has homered twice in the same inning. Greg, the Seattle Mariners have 98 runs scored this season. They are number one in baseball. Obviously, they number one more in games. the American League. Would you like to guess who number two is and where they rank? Oh, well, rather, how many runs they have? I probably could guess this. What do you got? I mean, the Dodgers would be an obvious choice, but I'd say they're in third. No, they're in second. But oh, I mean, in only in the American League. Let's do American League oh. because that's where the big disparity is. Uh, the, the, the Mariners have 98 runs scored. The Dodgers have 87. Okay, so that's... So the, the two, three, four, five, six, seven ranked... Run-scored teams this season are all National League teams. Arizona's up there. Seventh is an American League team. How wow. many runs scored do they have, and who are they? I'm going to say the Oakland A's. That is correct. It is the Oakland A's. They are second in the American League. Seventh overall in baseball and run scored. Yeah, so they're way behind the Seattle Mariners right now. Would you like to guess how many runs scored they have? <sighs> I wouldn't hit that, no. Uh, I'm going to say... Rick, the Mariners are have 98. 63. Good guess. 68. 55. Wow. 55. That's low. They're 43 runs scored behind the Mariners. That is insane. Now, how many games have the Mariners played now? Well, they've played 12. 12. The Dodgers have played 11. How about this? Oakland has played 14. They've played the most in oh. baseball. Yeah, yeah, Oakland did. Wasn't they that have 55, and the Mariners have 98. Yeah. Craig, what the hell is going on in Seattle? I, Are they juicing these balls? Bombs. Away, they're in Kansas City last night. But bombs yeah. away. As long as they're facing Homer Bailey, I think they'll be all right. Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey, <laughs> Which indeed. is who they were facing last night. But good to see Edwin Encarnacion kind of join the party here because he's had a slow start. He was You're dealing with the hand injury. He gets in on the fun. But Dan Vogelbach gets a home run. And now we have uh, we, we StatCast data is now live for the 2019 season. Dan Vogelbach leads all of baseball in average exit velocity. And he's up there really? in barrels per plate appearance too. So... Remember yesterday what I said. Is there a way that they could get Vogelbach, Encarnacion, and Jay Bruce all in the lineup? They did. Let yesterday, did. they did exactly that. They and put they Mitch Hanniger in center. They put Jay Bruce in right field. All right, we don't care about defense. We're going to sacrifice it because we're going to score 13 runs tonight. That's exactly what they did. They and Vogelbach hits a homer. Jay Bruce hits a homer. Domingo Santana, Santana can't stop, won't stop. This lineup is awesome. Who's missing from this lineup? I know Beckham is... Malik Smith was out yesterday. Oh, so Malik Smith. He took him out okay, of center so what field. Happens? They put Hanniger in center. So what, what, what oh, happened? just wanted to get all the bats in. Right, so but as, as I'm saying, Malik Smith, does he become a guy that you worry about missing time because Vogelbach's so hot? 
No, I, I think ultimately it won't it won't really matter probably because you look at this they'll lineup give off, like a day off to someone per day like they'll give off Jay Bruce a day per week sure. yeah they'll give Encarnacion a day per week and that's how Vogelbach will get his playing time. You just look at this lineup right now like it's not sustainable what they're doing and like no. who who it is like Come on, Greg. the amount of, like, all the guys are the same that Mitch Hanniger, Domingo Santana, Jay Bruce, Edwin Encarnacion, Dan Vogelbach, Ryan Healy. They're, I wouldn't say Hanniger's the same as those guys. Omar Navarez. They're all just monstrous human beings that are for power. Well, yeah. Domingo, Bruce, Encarnacion, Vogelbach, Healy. Same but thing. Healy, yeah. have some, Healy. Like Mitch Hanniger can do it all. Yes. And then yeah. you have Malik Smith and D. Gordon who right. set the table 9-1. And, and, and th- these guys run, Greg. And Beckham at 8, so 8-9-1, so yeah. They actually they have a pretty, I would say... It's not balance complete, isn't the right it's word. It's not completely balanced. It's deep. Because it's, deep, it's, right. it's speed and it's power. Yeah. You don't really have a lot of batting average in this lineup. Besides Maybe Hanniger. Mitch Hanniger can Hanniger. hit for like 280. Yeah. But outside of him, it's like, Maybe Domingo Santana can hit 275. And by the way... Like that, but everyone else is just either power or speed. By yeah. the way, in this one, Edwin Encarnacion tried stealing a base. did. And he got no, he did I appreciate Why? the effort, though. I saw that last night. I said, "Really? Was it a strike about throw out? Or no, he just it, went. It was a hit and run. Encarnacion. You couldn't. You couldn't just settle for the uh, for the two homers yet. <laughs> I think it was a hit and run. Try and steal base here. <laughs> so, so last night in this one, I didn't see any of it. Did Felix act as an opener, or they just took him out after the first inning? Did he get hurt? What, what, what happened to Felix? Definitely was not an opener. I believe it was his birthday yesterday too. Oh, well, happy birthday, King! How old is he now? Thirty-four. Uh, I saw that he only went one inning as well. I assumed that it was some kind of injury. Was lifted from Monday start with uh, virus-like symptoms. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, it still doesn't have much fantasy relevance. At no. But, Greg, what do you do with uh, with these Mariners guys right now? Are you trying to sell all these guys high? I mean, we're, only, we're still only a couple of weeks into the season. I don't know how many people are going to want to trade, to be realistic, but Domingo Santana has 19 RBIs. Yeah, so... He's the one guy on this team that I wouldn't try to yeah, sell high. I agree. I'm I buying agree 100%. him. Everybody else, I'll, I'll sell high. Everybody, not a mechanic who I like, but like everybody else, I'm selling high. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be much trade return for a guy like Jay Bruce. Bulbabock. Well, no, no. Probably you're not, not Jay Bruce. They're also either. not selling Hanniger. I just said that. Yeah. Hanniger and Santana. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and Cronacion, you could get Cronacion, Yeah. I don't know that I would either, though. Yeah, he's still. He can get hurt. Man. Like, he's 30 home runs. He's going to go in these slumps. He's been Ugh. trending down, for sure. Yes, and but he gets hurt. What if he gets traded to a better lineup? That could, I mean, Is there a better lineup for him? Well, yeah. Right now? Yeah. I know, right now, the Mariners are the hottest, but they're, I don't think they're going to be the fourth. Up, but, you know, if they do start to regress a little bit, and the law of averages say that they probably will, mm-hmm. they weren't expected to compete this year. If they trade Encarnacion, he could potentially land in a good spot. In a good, in a good spot, so... I don't, I don't know that I want to trade any of these guys. I think I want exposure to the Mariners lineup right now. Well, I would trade. Thanks, I picked up I would trade Bruce. Bruce. Bruce is the one I'd trade. He was playing seven games. But trade? You could have you picked him up yesterday. I know. That's him. why. I'm hoping I could get him <laughs> to something. Okay, you know what? It's worth mentioning that Jay Bruce wasn't healthy last year, man. And he's already off to a good start. He's got six homers. I think the batting average is still not good. It's, it's 186, but this is kind of who Jay Bruce is. It's a low batting average. It's home runs. His average has two forty one. No, I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get back to hitting thirty homers this year. Love our Jay Bruce guy. But he, he's outside very of last year when he was hurt, every year he hits. I know. Pretty much every year he hits thirty home runs. Yeah, I, he I, probably will. I think he's gonna get back to hitting thirty homers this year if he gets the playing time. He probably He'll will. Striking out a lot though. Thirty two percent. Let me uh, go to the phone lines eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine eight four 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 eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Stephen in Massachusetts. What's up, Steve? 
What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing great, man. Hey, so I had a question. I had a question for you guys. Uh, first thing, real quick. Um, do you guys play in ESPN leagues? Because I wanted to know how like that their eligibility works. Because I I noticed that like I was waiting for like um, Miguel Cabrera or like Austin Meadows to get like D uh, to get like DH uh, eligibility. And I know and um I saw that that at first that his like uh, eligibility went to like two or something, and then it went up to three. Does that mean like the high the higher uh, the numbers go? That means that that's exactly like when it when it goes uh, to the eligibility, or is it supposed to be when it goes down? So in in ESPN, Chris plays in ESPN. Yeah. How many games does it take in a position for a player to be eligible? Ten. So I bet when it either it's either going up or down that number. I don't I don't know what that number is. Yeah. But you either got to get to ten or you got to get to zero on that number to get right what you need. Right. So, um, a guy like Yandy Diaz, I actually got a Twitter question about, like, when is he going to be eligible at third base in ESPN? You said yesterday he had six games. I assume yesterday was seven. So, it's like, he only needs, like, three more games, and, and, and he's there. Right. He just needs to get to that ten number. But, but my question, Steve, is why do you want a guy who's eligible at DH? He probably has a DH spot. Well, because... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the league that I was doing... Uh, it has like a DH spot because he has like three utilities and like a DH spot. Mm-hmm. And right now I have Morales there, and like Morales just stinks. Yeah, so I was just looking to put Cabrera there. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, ten games should be should know, should do it. Yeah, should do it for sure. Right now he's just first base. Yeah, yeah, because even like even like uh, DJ Mayer, like he's playing. He was he's been playing like third base, and he still hasn't even gotten eligibility in that. Right. In that so 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 exactly because yeah, he hasn't played ten games yet at third base. He only have second base eligibility uh, until he does. Steve, uh, we appreciate the call, mm-hmm. uh, Brian. Who else do we have on the line? Let's go to Tim in Wisconsin. You're up next. What's up, Tim? How's it going, guys? It's going great, man. What's happening? I had a guy, I'm playing that category league, and I had a guy who just dropped, like, a ton of players. Some of them are warranted, and some of them are just kind of whatever. Uh, but I wonder if I should pick any of these guys up. Uh, he dropped, like, Marcelo Zuna, Rick Porcello, Ryan Dozier, Wilson Castillo, and Corey Dickerson. Okay. So a bunch of injured guys just got dropped in his league. He wants to know, should he pick any of them up, Frank? Yeah, definitely Marcelo Zuna. I don't know what your outfield situation looks like, but uh, regardless, I would find a way to get him on my team. Like, if he was dropped in one of my home leagues, I would be really aggressive yeah. on trying to pick him up. He was really the name that stood out. You mentioned Rick Porcello. Corey Dickerson goes on the IL. Uh, Brian Dozier, look, if you need middle infield help, uh, that's fine. I saw someone tweeting over the weekend about how uh, he's faced the toughest starting pitchers to start the season, and that's maybe why he's off to a slow start. But ultimately, I wasn't big on Brian Dozier this year, so it depends what you need. But overall, I would rank Marcelo Zuna first. Easily. Bunch. Yeah, yeah it's not I, I'm not even sure why he would drop him. He's getting hot now, too. Uh, yeah, he just hit his second home run either yesterday yeah. or Sunday. I believe it was Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, so, Ozuna for me. Ozuna for sure. Pacello is interesting. I mean, I'm not a big Pacello guy. but Me neither. I mean, he could be a valuable stream at some point, but people own him. Like, he's highly owned usually. So I would think, you know, if you need some starting pitching help, not a bad pickup. Otherwise, the rest of the guys, uh, was was there Nick Castellanos in there? No, I, I, I don't think I, I, so. I think yeah. Brian Dozier, Corey Dickerson, he mentioned. Okay. I'm not as high as I heard of those guys. Look, uh, for Rick Porcello, you stream him in the right matchup. Yeah. Obviously, he plays in the ALE, so yeah. against Toronto, against Baltimore. If you want to stream him there, that's fine. I, you want to get quality starts out of him, wins, that's Probably realistic, but and whip. He doesn't walk a lot of guys, but uh, 
but the strikeouts aren't going to be there, and he's going to be prone to some of these blow-up games as we yeah. saw over the weekend, too. So I'm not as high on Porcello. Yeah, that that, right that Cy Young year was just uh, an anomaly. Very weird. It was an anomaly. Ridiculous. I have bad news. <laughs> More bad news? Jordan Zimmerman's losing one zip. <laughs> Greg, don't say anything. It's only the first inning. Come on. Here we go. You give up a leadoff homer Zim- to Leone's The Zimmerman blow-up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, man. <laughs> he's home. It's the Tigers. Let's go, Tigers. Did you, actually, did you pick him up anywhere? I, yeah, I have him starting in my home league. Mm-hmm. For two starts. Josh Harrison just got a single and was so happy. He was on first base like, yeah! Because he's batting like 190. Yeah, and it was against Corey Kluber. A pitcher's duel. Who would have thought Jordan Zimmerman and Corey, Corey Kluber? <laughs> Kluber needs duel. to pitch well here today, I feel like. Greg, we, we still have a lot to go over from last night. We, We're yeah. about to hit a break, so I guess let's not start anything, but uh, we do have a lot to go over regarding uh, starting pitchers from last night. Mm-hmm. A few more bullpen things. Uh, we have another... Uh, we have another new Phillies closer that we need to talk about. We don't. Uh, <laughs> the back end of the Cardinals bullpen and the back end of the Braves rotation, we will address those as well. A few other hitting performances and uh, definitely go over some pitchers. Tanaka versus Verlander. Wow. Hell of a lot to do. Only 40 minutes to do it. We're going to do our best. Fantasy best friends forever, Frank Stample, Chris Ventra, Greg Sussman, rocking and rolling on a Tuesday. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 Sundays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.
Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Frank Stample, Chris Ventra, and Greg Sussman with you. Tune in to Make It Rain with Joe and Dane on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time as they start your mornings doing the best to get you addicted to sports wagering. Calm your nerves. Listen to Joe's cathartic ritual of complaining about his previous night's bad beat. Pick up the phone and tell Dane to shut the hell up when he tells you, I told you so, after you faded his pick. If you're able to watch the show and not just listen, catch the video feed live or on demand on the FNTSY Sports Network YouTube page or on your favorite OTT provider. It's Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Rare Network and the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. There you go. We're making it rain. Yankees, Astros, Verlander, Tanaka. Sick. Sick. Astros win 4-3. Tanaka was great. Six innings, three hits, one run, two walks, three strikeouts. Verlander, uh, solid as well. Six innings, seven hits, three runs, two walks, six strikeouts. A big story after the game was did Aaron Boone make a massive mistake by pulling Tanaka after 78 pitches after the game. Tanaka said, no, I gave him everything I had in the sixth inning. I had nothing left. Mm. <laughs> you know who also had nothing left? How much Zach 70- Britton. How, uh, how much did they pay Tanaka to say that? Huh? Yeah. Probably like $100-something million. Dollars, <laughs> He had nothing left after 78 pitches. Yeah, is, what did he say? He went all not, out in the sixth. It's just not true. I, I don't believe it. He did only have three Ks. Seven, yeah, well, it's a tough lineup. It is it's a tough not lineup. like, you know, the You're Houston right. Astros are not a team that's not going to swing and miss a lot. One of the best lineups. Yeah. Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, these guys are not going to swing and miss a lot. So normally you don't want to start your, uh, your pitchers against the Houston Astros, but Tanaka in a two-star week, you had to get him in there. I think if you started him, obviously you're pleased with this start against Tanaka. I had someone yesterday asking me in a daily league whether they should bench him. And I looked up Tanaka's career numbers against Houston, and he had an 8.87 ERA entering that game. So I said, look, if you want to bench him, I get it. I don't have a problem with it because he's struggled against the Astros. So you will 100% take this start from Tanaka. I believe he only had eight swinging strikes yesterday. It wasn't a lot. Uh, And then Verlander, solid quality start. Verlander hasn't necessarily been the Verlander to start the year that we were all hoping for. Through three starts, he has a 4.24 ERA. Got rocked against the Rangers his last time out. Um, he has five walks over his last two games, mm-hmm. which I find interesting. Something I'll pay attention to regarding his command. Still had a strikeout per inning pitched, but hasn't been himself yet, Venture. Mm-hmm. And th- this is why I wasn't really big on uh, Verlander on his price, being a top five starting pitcher this year. Uh, the 290Ks last year. Well, Garrett Cole had a blow-up start again. as well so far. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. He, they, haven't, they both haven't been lights out yet. They've but, been fine, but... Cole's been better. Yes. And Cole's in his prime. And, and Verlander's, you know, here's the thing. He had a resurgent year last year, a really big year. I think, you know, I think it was a little, not an anomaly, but a little bit of the best you're going to see from him for the rest of his career. Yeah. I think he's going to go back to a normal Verlander, not a bad Verlander, but a good one, but not a SP1, like a, a lights-out elite pitcher. He's not going to, I don't think he is that guy, and that's why I wasn't buying it. So I'm not too surprised to see what's going on with him right now. He's still pitching well. It's not like he's pitching bad. It was a good start, you know. I mean, three earned runs, quality, quality start, start six Ks. Me personally, I have him in a few locations, and and I've, you paid for him. I've been a little underwhelmed. I had him as a keeper. Okay, so I, I kept him as uh, as a thirty dollar keeper in an, in an auction. So I obviously wanted to keep the ace there, and I right. also drafted Garrett Cole. So I'm all in on the Astros. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the Fangraphs projection systems for the rest of the season are actually closer to what you're saying, Venture. They have him uh, for between a three point one six and a 3.40 ERA the rest of the way. Yeah. So, you know, not the 2.5 from last year, right. which is what you're talking about, but maybe closer to a low threes ERA. I mean, if he gives you a low threes, 
with a good whip. I mean, that's obviously fine. Yeah, it's solid. 50 strikeouts, sure. But you just didn't want to yeah. pay. I just didn't want to pay for the price that he was this year because it's it's a lot. It's the best price he's ever had, really. Yeah. So you're buying him based off of a career year, and yeah. he's what? He's 36 years old. So right. I I, under, I understand that, and I didn't. Un, I only ended up with one share of him, so, so that's I wasn't good. Actively yeah. seeking him, but um, yeah. I mean, so far 4.24 ERA, not what you've expected. Um, but, but I wouldn't worry either. There yet either. I wouldn't worry. No, I'm not worried, yeah. but I'm paying attention to the to the walks. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you guys. Aaron Judge is his third home run of the season. It's been a quiet start for Judge, but he's been okay. Three home runs, 289, a batting average OBP over 400. Clint Frazier continues to bat eight and continues to rake for the New York Yankees. He was two for four uh, yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else in this game? Zach Britton sucks. Yeah, I mentioned that. Adam Ozzavino, not great either. Mm. Well, Struck out every. At least only gave a one run, run compared to two. I just wasn't big on the Zach Britton signing. Greg, it gave him a lot of money, and it's like he hasn't been lights out like he was before the injury. Right. I didn't love it, but Whatever. it's still Let's a good bullpen guy. Osuna's well, been good so far. He picks up his third save last night. Mm-hmm. I, I just think this is just uh Glenn Frazier, stay hot. Two uh, two hits again last I, night. I benched RBI. Him. I benched him last night because he was facing Verlander. Yeah, so I get it. That, that's fine. And then he faced Garrett Cole tonight too. So doesn't get any easier. We mentioned right. before the Hendrickson Ryu left this game, and the Cardinals wound up beating the Dodgers four to three. It was Miles Mikolas who went six innings, five hits, three runs, walked one, struck out three. We have not seen the uptick in strikeouts that many expected from Mikolas. Uh, we have not, but the control has still been there, and you needed to see this start. You needed to get a quality start out of Mikolas. Uh, based on how he started the season, he hasn't been great, to put it lightly. Uh, and then to do this against the Los Angeles Dodgers, it's not like he was just lights out. He was amazing. But to get a quality start out of him, three runs, six innings against you know the best offense in the National League to start the season, I think True. people will certainly take that out of uh, out of Miles Mikolas. And, and this is closer to what I expect from him right. moving forward. Because we were a little worried with the first two starts, right? So it's good to see him do that, especially against the Dodgers. I think that's big. Uh, Hinjin Ryu, I mean, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. That's exactly right. Surprise, surprise. Anyone in the Dodgers rotation, right? Mm-hmm. Kershaw starts the year on the IL. Rich Hill starts the year on the IL. Now Ryu's going to join them. Kershaw back over the weekend. I mean, yeah. there's going to be a lot of shuffling in and out. This is what the Dodgers do. Yeah. We spoke to Nick Pollock, yep. pitcher list before the season, Greg. He dubbed this Dodgeritis. This is exactly what it is. Yeah. These guys are going to be shuffled in and out of, uh, uh, of the injured list. Hopefully... They do it enough where, you know, some of these other guys um, Get an can stay. Like, if they're constantly doing it between Kershaw and Rich Hill and Ryu and Urias, my, my hopefully Ross Stripling and Maeda could just kind of be the mainstays. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. And you would love if Julio Urias st- would stay around. Yes, and I think he will because, you know, you're always going to have someone injured in this Dodgers rotation. Truthfully, they have a seven, eight-man rotation. And, and there's guys coming in and out. They're a bunch of spot starters that get hurt all the time. So, I mean, they're good. Most of them. Really good. They're, they're very good. But you got to figure, like, being a manager of the Dodgers right now is probably a tough job. you got to figure out how you want to manage this rotation. has done a great job. Dude. He has done a, good, done a great, great job. Yeah. They just haven't won the World Series. Hey, they've been there. They've been there. Two years in, two in a row. Years in a row. They, they just haven't gotten it. You come about finished. as close as you can. Yeah. Uh, John Gant goes two innings in this one, Greggy. Jordan Hicks, what we really need to see, a, uh, a lights-out performance, only walks one, gets a strikeout, again, against the Dodgers lineup. Uh, we needed to see this, Greg, because he already had one blown save. Yeah, and absolutely. Andrew Miller had uh, had been pretty bad, so they need someone to lock down the back end of that bullpen. And hopefully, it's Jordan Hicks. I have a few shares of him. We have him in GDD. That's right. So we need to see this. Good. He job, might be out there too in uh, waivers for some people. Jordan Shallow leagues. Yeah, mm, probably like some 10, people didn't 10 buy. Team leagues. 
Some people didn't buy into the, him being the closer, yeah. and they like Miller better. All right, I got him in the main event. Yeah. We got him in GDD, Greg. So excited over that. <laughs> you love Hicks that much? Yeah, I'm probably closer <laughs> to that sound that you're making, Greg. Jordan Hicks is owned in 80 percent of Yahoo leagues. What? A, all, right. all right, so it's still 20. percent It's sure. probably 10 team leagues sure. right there. There you go. Did, uh, uh, Jay Z didn't get the lead, but it's tied. Jordan Zimmerman, 1 1. Uh, Paul DeYoung was 2 for 3, but the big news when it comes to Paul DeYoung batting fifth, not third anymore. Oh, why'd they do that? Just letting you know. At 256. Yeah, um, well, he's, he's up to 262 now, where I'm looking at okay. MLB.com. Real, oh. I want ESPN. Why they put Ozuna fourth and then DeYoung fifth? I don't like, know. Ozuna Who's batting third? Either. Ozuna's, Ozuna's only batting 229. Ozuna's batting home run, though. Who's batting third? Oh, but you know what? They put Jose Martinez, Jose Martinez. in the lineup yesterday. Which, oh, okay. All right, that's things around. because he's more of a contact hitter, I guess, so they want to get him in there batting third, but he's not going to play. Real, ki- real, real quick rebuttal about the Jordan Hicks thing. On ESPN, 58% owned and unowned in my home league, $300 home league. Dude, don't you have, like, Michael, you have Michael Givens, Givens? As a reliever? No, I dropped him. I picked pick up, up Shane Green. Don't you, you have some you, other you should pick Sir up Anthony Jordan Dominguez. Hicks, too. I have Sir Anthony Dominguez. Why did you have Anthony Dominguez Hicks? not Jordan Hicks? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right now. I like Dominguez's talent better. Yeah, do you like Plain his talent in the Jordan sixth Hicks inning? throws at 100 miles per hour. Well, here's the True. thing. And he's one, a closer. One. You're a closer, and he's a closer. Well, I wasn't so sold on him being the closer at the beginning well, of the he season. Is. Thanks for listening to the show. Well, I, I mean, listen, <laughs> I listen to the show, but... Andrew Miller has sucked. He has. And now that he's getting saves, yeah, I'll pick him up, and I'll spend money on him. Absolutely. That's I'm what you absolutely, need to do. But I'm not dropping Sergio Dominguez. Not dropping. Who you dropping? Who are you dropping, then? I'm going to drop another pitcher in the back end. In a points league, you can drop Dominguez. I'm telling you, Ventura. I don't want to, though. I think he's going to be the closer. I think you just... I think there's going to be, think this be a thing for you all week. This is the cool, this is the cool name theory. He's falling no, no, for Sir Anthony's cool name. I swear, I swear on anything, it's not that. I, <laughs> yes, it I, is. I, I like. <laughs> There's something up with Sir Anthony for you, like what you see. You, <laughs> like, like, what you, you see. said he has better is stuff than the guy that throws is 103 like, miles per hour. He's <laughs> the hardest he, pitch in baseball. Is he a fourth cousin or something? Is that why you don't want to drop him? He's Sir well, Anthony. I want to have closes on my team. I have one. I have Shane Green. It's sad. Right one now. out for Jordan Zimmerman. Strikeout. Let's not do this. Let's not do For your Jay Z update. Speaking of closes, the Braves defeated the Rockies yesterday 8 to 6. This is an interesting Julio Tehran. Not great. Five innings, six hits in Coors Field, obviously. But it was A.J. Minter picking up his first save of the season. The phenomenal A.J. Minter. Anything here or is it just a day off for Abotis Abotis Vizcaino? So I find this really interesting, Greg, because when I use the uh, bullpen usage tool over at Baseball Press. Yes. Abotis Vizcaino has pitched Saturday and Monday. 27 pitches on Saturday, 11 pitches on Monday. AJ Minter has pitched Thursday, uh, pitched Friday, Sunday, and Tuesday. And Monday, they have this actually, Monday. Uh, mixed up. It's it's been it's been the opposite. It's uh, last night it was AJ Minter, and then Sunday it was Aroldis Vizcaino. So they've been flip flopping. But then yesterday it was a uh, it was lefty righty lefty righty coming up in the bottom of the ninth, and they still go with AJ Minter. It's not like it was just lefties coming up. So. Are we looking at a 50-50 split here between Minter and Vizcaino? Who was, who was coming up? Who were they, who'd he face in the ninth inning? Uh, I'll pull it up for you specifically, but it was lefty-righty, lefty-righty. I know that. Okay, I can, I can pull it up too. It was, okay, it was Pat Vileka, who was, who was a righty. Right. So it was righty-lefty. And then they bring in Tony Walters to pinch hit for Wade Davis. He's a lefty. Right. So it's, it's weird, weird that the Rockies brought in a lefty, lefty? to face a lefty. I mean, it's probably the last hitter on the bench, to be honest. Probably. Well, and then Ian Desmond hits a double, actually. Right. Righty. And, then, and Chuck- then Charlie Blackman flies out to end the game. So it was righty, pinch hit lefty, righty, and then lefty. Weird. So normally you would think Vizcaino would come in. Yeah. So yeah. 
That's why I find it interesting. Is Are we looking at a 50-50 split here? I don't know. I don't own any shares of the Braves bullpen. I think you it still could be. I think kind of still, an avoid for me. I think you still could be. Same for me. I think you still could be looking at Craig Kimbrell here at some point. Oh, yeah, maybe in June. Everyone's waiting for that. Uh, that draft pick to be attached. You draft the Craig Kimbrell, you gotta feel like crap right now. Yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't draft him either. Yeah. Which is why why get involved in this in a points league? It's gonna be frustrating to own either one of these Braves relievers because again, points leagues you want volume. You want guys that are going to always be the closer. Whenever there's a save opportunity, they're gonna be in there. Those are the guys that you want in points leagues. Uh, you want people who are going to pitch. You just don't know who it's going to be regarding the Braves. In Roto, in head-to-head categories leagues, I'm still holding on to both of these guys uh, because, again, you're one injury away from either one of them for the other to become the full-time closer. Uh, so it's frustrating, but head-to-head categories in Roto, I'm holding. Points leagues, it's going to be frustrating. Funny enough, I picked up Vizcaino the other day. <laughs> in a points league. It sucks. Um, yeah. yeah. But, it's frustrating. Yeah, well, there's nothing else out there right now. Obviously, one league I got Jordan Hicks out there, but I don't know. I think that <laughs> you don't want to own either of them, really, right now. Like, I'm ready to drop this guy in right away. I thought he was going to just be the closer, and that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be frustrating in a points league. You can't. Like, yeah. I don't, I, ideally, I probably wouldn't want to own either in a points league. Mm-hmm. I'd probably pick up a, a closer on, like, a lesser team. Like Shane Green. Shane Green, like you did, or... Uh, Alex Colomay or Greg Holland, if those guys were out there. Greg Holland. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be frustrating. But Roto and head-to-head categories, I can't drop these guys because it's so hard to come across saves. Kyle Freeland goes five innings, allowed seven hits, seven runs, walks four, struck out three. Big thumbs down for Kyle Freeland. A little yeah. uh, homage to Batista, who wrestled on Sunday. <laughs> thumbs down for Kyle Freeland and yeah. for Julio Tehran. Let's just give these guys four thumbs down. As Frank mentioned before, Trevor Story was in the lineup yesterday. And that he was, as he hit a home run, his Thanks fourth beer. of the season. <laughs> it's a, hits a home run here in Coors Field. Uh, a couple of people trying to get on the board. Ronald Acuna gets on the board yeah. with two hits. Hits a home run, a walk, three runs scored. So, uh, man, if only Ronald Acuna played in Coors Field every day. That would be awesome. Life would right? be great. Yep. Uh, but it is worth mentioning, I uh, told everyone in hour one that we do now have StatCast data. Or the 2019 season. They were waiting until there was enough batted ball events. But basically, Ronald Acuna has one of the biggest differences between his batting average and expecting batting average two weeks into the season. Mm -hmm. He's fourth. His difference is minus 143. So he's batting 176. His expected batting average venture is 319. I believe it. I mean, you could see it. So if someone is freaking out, I'm telling you. People freak out early on. Uh, like if they start 0-1 or if they're last in Roto, they're like, all right, you know, I got to make a move. I got to do something. If a Ronald Acuna owner is freaking out, mm-hmm. I'm trying to prey on that person based on the stack cast data yeah, that we have. Absolutely. I mean, I have Acuna in our pit league. I'm not worried at all, to be honest. I'll trade you, you for I'll, him. Oh, well, I mean, you know, see what you got. I mean, I need multiples. You know, uh, what, I mean? you know what? No, he steals too many bases. <laughs> I don't want him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want all guys on my team. Pound the power, pound the power. Pound, pound the power. I took, I took I like the Don's that. motto for this one. <laughs> pound the power. The Oakland Athletics, who have the oh, second most. no. Jordan Zimmer get rocked or something? Yes. Quick, yeah, quick yes adventure. Why didn't you talk Oh, boy. <laughs> smashed? A smash. Who was it? Oh. Oh, really? Big Brad Miller. Oh, it's man. It's only hit for the season. <laughs> God. Two home runs allowed in two innings for Jordan Zimmerman. Here we go. This is what happens. I tried to He's talk still going to give me a quality start. I have faith yeah. in Jay-Z. We tried to talk you out of it. 
Uh, last night, the Oakland Athletics, who the second most run scored in the American League, fell to six and eight as they fell to the Baltimore Orioles, twelve to four, for the O's. Jimmy Yacobonis pitched two scoreless innings, although he did load the bases at one point. But the big story: bombs away for boom, 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 boom. Do it. Three Mantini's on fire. <laughs> I don't have a second verse. But you are not a liar. Boom, boom, oh. boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Wow, Look at Mancini. You are not a liar. Three hits, a homer, two ribbies, two walks, fifth homer of the year, five batting average, twelve fifty three OPS. The launch angle is up this year. I'm in, Greggy. I'm in. How about Jonathan? Jonathan R. Also, yep. Man. Yep. Two hits here, four ribbies. He adds another homer. Those are the two in this lineup, man. It's Johnny VR, That's Trey it. Mancini. That's it. That's it. And, uh, Chris yeah. Davis still over for over for oh. the season. But you know what? They kind of gave up on Cedric Mullins early here. They drop him all the way down to nine, but maybe that's what he needed because he hits two triples and three ribbies. Two trips. Year, with two runs scored. So I think when everything's clicking for this team, it will be Mullins once again leading off, VR batting second, and Boom Boom batting third. Honestly, I don't know why teams are pitching to Boom Boom right now because Renato Nunez is batting behind him. I mean, all right, Renato Nunez is batting 276, yeah. but whatever. He's Renato Nunez. Chris, Chris Davis, as Frank, as Frank mentioned, the streak broken. Yep. 0 for 49. And he had a couple good swings, too. No, for five. That's the longest longest streak. Yeah, he broke the record, yes. Most consecutive plate appearances. He also got good pieces of the ball, too, in some of those at bats. I felt bad for him. Someone texted me that Nando wrote an article about the wife's trust, Chris. Oh, God. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Make it rain. Told you Becky Lynch was going to be the new champion and was going to be the last moment at the end of WrestleMania. The closing shot at the end of WrestleMania was Becky Lynch holding the championship up high. I gave you four that I said I would bet. I went four and oh in those bets. That's how we make it rain. It don't matter if we're talking Major League Baseball, C3 Lacrosse, or Reality TV, Joe. We make it rain for the degenerates out here. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Antonio Brown used Ben Roethlisberger as an excuse to masquerade the real reason why he wanted out of Pittsburgh. And that is his jealousy of Juju Smith-Schuster. Pure jealousy. Didn't like that Ben was throwing him the football as much as he did. Didn't like his enthusiasm. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
You know, Frankie has spent the entire break being like, Jordan Zimmerman, come on! <laughs> and Venture and I are sitting here just like, it's Jordan, Jordan Zimmerman, Zimmerman, bro. What did you expect? <laughs> He's better than this. No, he's, he's, three not. No, he's so really not. Three strikeouts and two innings pitched. That counts for something. Was his second start again this week? <laughs> this is the one that I really liked, actually. <laughs> At Minnesota. Oh, you love Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I, I will not love them that day. Kepler will yeah. hit a bomb. That's for oh, sure. that's a yeah. lot. Max Kepler <laughs> going deep. To be fair, my opponent in the league where I'm starting, Jordan Zimmerman, has Max Freed going tonight at Colorado. So In Colorado. Hopefully... He can mitigate whatever Jordan Zimmerman gives me. I wanted to pick up uh, Max Freed. Or, or lack thereof. Max Freed? Yeah, I wanted to pick up Max Freed. I saw he was in Colorado. Like, nope. Yeah, it's co- in Colorado and against the Mets. That's tough. Nope. Ooh, the Mets lineup is nope. great. They're raking right now. Season yeah. two. Uh, last night in Philadelphia, the Phillies defeated the Nats 4-3. to Vinny Velasquez, only two strikeouts. What gives, guys? Yeah, the swinging strikes weren't there either. I don't know, Greg. I, just, I don't know what to make of uh, of Vince Velasquez. He had so much promise a couple years ago. I remember he had like a 14 or 15 strikeout game. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, I guess, you know, the one positive here, zero walks. That's So good. that's always been a huge so issue. Maybe he was trying to play the contact a little bit more or, last uh, night. For Vince Velasquez. And, you know, he tried to pitch the contact and against the Nationals. So, all in all, it wasn't bad. No. He allowed one homer, um, and that was against Suzuki. Uh, Kurt Suzuki, of all people. But four hits, zero walks, only two strikeouts. You want to see more swinging strikes? He's not worth owning, but he's no. he's a guy that he's a scoutless guy. He's yeah. the guy I would pay attention to. You know, if, he's right there with Tyson. Ross. Not if you don't have to start and doesn't walk. <laughs> not, if you, not if you're locked up your whole scout list. You know, yeah, he, he doesn't deserve to be on there. Um, <laughs> Sir Anthony Mendez pitched the sixth inning last night. Killed it. Followed by Adam Morgan uh, and David Robertson, and getting the save like we all expected. <laughs> Pat Neshek. I never know who you're mocking when you do these things. I'll tell you one day. <laughs> but I had to be you. It's not you. But not today. Okay. Well, I uh, thought it was Neris. Yeah, Pat, Pat Neshek uh, picks up the save yesterday. A lot of run. Obviously. Uh, allows a run. Uh, the submarine pitcher, he's been around for So is that, but that's it. That was his last up, too. He's never going to get a chance again because he gave a run. I'll tell you right now. He's done. I'm not buying this. Hector Neris pitched back-to-back days, and maybe that's why he wasn't used. I that's what we need to look I'll at. I'll check bullpen usage. Hang on. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of off this bullpen usage tool. It's not, not working Accurate. correctly. All right, I'm on it now. It's not because it says that uh, it says that Hector Neris pitched yesterday. It's not. It's he pitched. Pat- so- no, it's not. It's he pitched Sunday. Oh really? I think, you just, re- I think you're just reading it wrong. Got to refresh. No. Yes. No, I just refreshed it and it changed because it had Hector Neris pitching uh, yesterday. But now I see that it doesn't. Pitched 17 pitches on Sunday. It's 17 on Sunday, nine on Friday. He but, probably. But, but Nishak pitched today. Friday and Saturday. Had Sunday off, but. Weird. Oh, look, Don't. your guess is as good as mine regarding the Phillies bullpen, yeah. right? But Dominguez pitches the uh, the sixth, yep. and then David Robertson pitches the eighth. So, why are you owning those guys in a points league? I'll still hold them in a roto league because I guess there's a chance they can still get saves. So, I'm not dropping him there, but in a points league venture. Why am I holding him? Dominguez and, and Robertson have been used as setup guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not going out and picking up Nishak and Neris in a points league either, but... I know, you, you know, I'd Greg... I'd rather have Jordan yes. Hicks than Sam yes. Anthony Dominguez. Greg's the opposite of me. He thinks short-term, I think long-term. I'm holding Dominguez for the long-term. There's nobody good enough for me to pick up anyway. Right Jordan, Hicks. Hicks. Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks. trust you got to do Hicks. it. Yes, you do. This is the I opposite guess. of when I picked up Jordan Zimmerman. This is something you have to do. <laughs> this is something I shouldn't have done. <laughs> totally. You guys should have talked me out of we it. We tried. Yeah, you know. we tried. I tried to buy in, man. 
Throwing his fastball less. Reese Hoskins in this one, two homers, his fourth and fifth of the year. Hoskins out to a really nice start yeah. hitting behind Bryce Harper. Uh, it's a really good spot to be in uh, as the Phillies continue to dominate and prove to seven and two. The Nats dropped to four and five. Adamel Sanchez, five and two thirds, seven hits, three yeah. runs, strikeout six, though. Uh, Kingery in the lineup. So that Kingery got the start last night. Right. I'm interested. Greg, I mentioned. Are the, you? Yeah. He's not going to play that. I know. Yeah, uh, I'm going to watch. So can, uh, <laughs> watch list. <laughs> scout list. <laughs> scout Hopefully list. he wins a job. Add him to the scout list. <laughs> Venture scout list. Greg, I mentioned the uh, the biggest difference in batting average and, and expected batting average. Uh, Reese Hoskins is on the opposite end of that, actually. Oh, really? So he has a 367 batting average. His expected batting average is 274. So his, different, his difference in batting average to expected is actually the 10th most in baseball to start the season. Look, we never drafted Reese Hoskins to hit for batting average anyway. Yeah. If it turns out he can hit 275, I think fantasy owners would love that. And I think they would take that. So, obviously, mm-hmm. he's not going to keep up with 367, but uh, it's worth mentioning that he's off to a hot start. Um, you know, And I, he's I, doing I what he does. He's probably going to be in that 270 range. and going to hit 35 homers this year. Maybe more. RBIs are going to be there, obviously, in the Phillies lineup, too. So, oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, lots of like there with... If he stays Reese healthy, yeah, he's Hoskins. Hoskins he, he's going to drive in over 100 easy. Easy. Uh, Anibal Sanchez was not good last night, Greg. Three earned runs in five and two-thirds, but I don't think he was terrible either. He had six strikeouts, and he had 12 swinging strikes. He threw seven different pitches yesterday, according to Baseball Savants. So. A lot of pitches. I dropped Anibal Sanchez in 12-team leagues. In 15-teamers, I don't, I don't know if I would drop him yet because six strikeouts against this Phillies lineup – as many swinging strikes as he had, I'm a little intrigued. 12 team, le- 12 team leagues, I'm, I'm probably dropping him, but anything deeper than that, I'd probably hold on to him for now. The Brew Crew were in Los Angeles to take on the Angels. Could Mike Trout homer again? He couldn't. But the Angels still won this one 5-2. to two. Pitching for the Angels was Trevor Cahill, who went six innings, five oh. hits, two runs. He walked one. He struck out eight. A very nice start by Trevor Cahill. I hate this right now. Why? Why is that? I'm playing a kid who picked up Cahill for two starts this week. Oh sucks. man, that you know. I'm what? also playing Jared Cahill too. That does suck. So annoying because you would expect him to get bombed yeah. against the Brewers. Yeah. Why is he starting Same. that guy? Like, why is he picking up Trevor Cahill people, starting for two starts? People just get crazy when it comes to uh, the two star pitchers. Right. They'll just they'll just pick up anybody. I'll but say, when they're right, it it hurts even more because like, why are you picking him up? How did you see that coming? No way you saw that coming. Yeah, you know I mean? and, and Trevor Cahill, he's. Frustrating to own me, and I owned him last year too because this is what he does. He's going to go out and have a really good start against the Brewers. You think you could trust him, and then when he has a an actual good matchup, he's going to let you down. He throws his right. curveball so much that sometimes it's hard for him to locate where the curveball is going to go. Obviously, it has a huge twelve to six break. So in those starts where he can't locate the curveball and he's not getting people to swing and miss, they're laying off, and he's walking a bunch of guys, and then he's not going deep into the game. So mm-hmm. Trevor Cahill. This is who he is. He has the upside where he can give you a strikeout per inning, sometimes even more. Mm-hmm. Eight strikeouts yesterday, six innings against a good Brewers team. But then he's also going to let you down in some starts. He's kind of a volatile starting pitcher. You know what? I also think this is a product. Yes, he is. He's been around for a long time, a guy who was a top prospect years ago for Oakland. Um, How many guys came through Oakland? I know, right? Barry Zito, all those guys. Dan Harron, too. Yeah, Dan Harron was great for a while. Um, but this guy was supposed to be great. Never really panned out. Still lingering in the league. And always injury-prone, highly injury-prone. He'll probably get injured at some point this season. Um, and, but you know what's interesting? You know why I think he did well here? Playing a National League team that doesn't know him. That hasn't That's seen him. Too. That's the reason why he sure. did well. I'm going to tell you right now, because he's, he, he's not going to do things like this very often. 
This is a you know. But it's not like he's been in the AL his entire life. I mean, he's been around the block. The past couple when of was years. The last, was he in the? Oh, he's on San Diego at one point, right? Yeah, he's on San Diego. He's on Arizona. Was that last year? Uh, no, that was two years ago. Last year he was with Oakland. Okay. Yeah, so two years ago he was with the with the Padres. Yeah. So it's not like he hasn't been seen the Brewers before. Right, but, but mostly, in two years, you know? Mostly when he's been pitching the past couple of seasons. Like last year, 110 innings, fine, he's always hurt. He's good. But a 376 ERA. Yeah, he pitched well last year. Like, that's fine. That's, that's worthy of your, the back end of your, uh, your fantasy rotation. A 1.19 whip. I wouldn't touch him. Like, that's fine. a 10 foot pole. But he's going he's gonna to have a few starts where he lets you <laughs> I'll down. I'll tell you that's what. what I'm tell I like him more than I like Jordan Zimmerman. He's better in yes, Roto. That I, that I would agree with. As well. <laughs> but. He's better in Roto than he is for head to head leagues because the consistency just right. isn't going to be there. And it's like, all right, at the end of the season, if he, if he pitches 120 innings, gives me a sub 3 8 ERA and a 1.2 whip, happy with a strikeout per inning, you're happy with that. Oh, in you're really league. happy. Yeah. That's, that's quality, uh, greater sign quantity, Greg. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Cody Allen picked up his second save in a nice, clean ninth inning. Our guy. Our guy, indeed. Uh, for the crew, Yuli Shasin. Not too terribly quality start. Six innings of three runs, three hits, three one walks, K. just one K, which is what hurts from a fantasy perspective. Uh, Christian Yelich got robbed of a home run by Mike Trout. I was going to say, the one thing better than hitting a home run, Greggy, is... Robbing a home run. Maybe from <laughs> uh, real-life baseball perspective. Probably not. Fantasy, not so much. A grand slam is the only thing That helps nobody in fantasy, <laughs> I, I, honestly. You know, it takes away a home run from Yelich. Yeah. It's cool to see because it's like MVP against MVP kind of thing. Uh, but you know what? Yelich said, you rob my homer, Greg. You will not throw me out on the base pass. And it's a stolen base, his second of the season. Yes, Ooh. he does. Yelich has just been awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. All the, like, the, MVP the, the doubters out there. He's the truth. I mean, yeah. dude, come on. What more does he got to do? MVP absolutely doing his thing right now. Mustak did it well, too, yesterday. Two for yeah, four. Which is good to see because he's kind of been he's in the struggling. slump. Outside of hitting home runs, he hasn't done much. I think speaking you're going to see that all year. Speaking of players struggling, he's just Aguilar has been freaking awful. He's another one of these buy low guys, Greg. He's so? uh, he's very high up on the list uh, between his batting I average agree. and his current uh, expected batting average. So uh, his difference is fifth highest in baseball, behind Ronald, just behind Ronald Acuna. He's hitting 129 expected batting average, 258. Which if that's more that's what he was get, getting yep. you, that's more what you're expecting out of Jesus Aguilar. So I think it's a good great buy low. I think it's big difference I'm, I'm in his uh, his woba and his expected woba too. His expected. I think Woba's it's really interesting. The Brewers at eight and three. We talked about how great Christian Yelich is, but the middle of the order for the Brewers has been so bad. Travis Shaw one seventy one, Jesus Aguilar one twenty nine, Mike Moustakas one ninety four. Yeah, all because these are the same three guys. It worries me for Aguilar too because they have Eric Thames who not doing much himself. He hasn't done much, but he's hit a few home runs so far to start the year, Greg. And that was one of the reasons I didn't love Aguilar coming in. If you remember, yeah. I I do remember that, Playing time. but you know, because there, there's a because, next man up mentality, and they have guys behind. And him. it happened last year. We saw Thames didn't hit, so Aguilar took his spot. Right? But Why couldn't the reverse happen this year? Oh, absolutely. But, but he's yeah. he's been unlucky to start the year, though, Greg. So but listen, it's worth mentioning. The reason why they're doing so these are the three. They're the same guys. These three guys, power guys. They hit 250 and strike out a lot. They're all the same. You're right. That's the, it's like the Mariners guys. The Mariners guys are hitting right now. Yeah, exactly. The they're in the hot. That's the difference yeah, right now. Um. Think about that. Like the Brewers lineup has still been pretty good, even with that's what I'm saying. Everyone outside of Yelich. That's what I'm they're saying. Deep. They're deep. Yeah. How about this, Greg? So I'm looking at the batted ball profile for Jesus Aguilar now on the season. You say uh, all he does is uh, strike out a lot, right? They're all the same guy. How about this? Aguilar's strikeout rate to start the season: seventeen point nine percent. That's way down. He's actually making a ton of contact. Last year, Aguilar had a twenty five percent strikeout rate. His hard hit rate this season. 
The uh, the uh, the fly ball rate thirty three percent. Line drives twenty five, and his BABIP is one sixty seven. This is a prime buy low candidate right now, Greg. Yeah. Jesus Aguilar is a big buy low candidate. I'm with them. In big that, yeah. both in terms of what we expect and because he's he's just a bigger dude. Yeah. Big guy. Dude, the yeah. big guy. Jesus Aguilar. Dual meaning. Yesterday afternoon. Ooh, we're getting a quick ending here from Jay-Z, Greg. Are we? Yeah. Nice little quickie. That's, two outs already. That's great. Uh, yesterday afternoon, there were two games. I went in on hour one about Pittsburgh and Chicago, certainly from the pitching perspective. Uh, Hitting-wise, obviously, the Cubs put up a ton of runs, and Kyle Schwarber hit his third home run of the season. Uh, in the other game, though, I, I did want to mention this. I mentioned Blake Snell and how great he was in the Rays' 5-1 victory, those six innings, 11 strikeouts. Uh, but we watched all of us, three of us, uh, Carlos Radon yesterday. Yeah. We just didn't have it, man. Four and two-thirds, eight hits, four runs. He walked five, but he struck out nine. I could not believe he lasted long enough to strike out nine <laughs> with 111 pitches. I tweeted about his day after the fourth because I thought he was done. Right. He's at 98 pitches. And then they bring him back out for the fifth. He walks another guy, strikes out another guy. That's basically what it was yesterday for Rodon. It was Walker strikeout. Right. He had five walks and Three of those came in, well, four of those came in the, in the first inning, I think, yeah, or three. And, and this is part of uh, what's been his issue as long as he's been in the majors. I liked what I saw the first two starts, Greg, and I mentioned this because he wasn't walking anybody. Mm-hmm. I believe he only had two walks entering yesterday. Well, it all unravels. We get back to the Carlos Rodon we're used to. Five walks, nine strikeouts. He did have 20 swinging strikes, but those basically just came on his fastball and his slider. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he... he and I mentioned this last week, too, yeah. when I was talking about him, was that he's only been throwing two pitches. Yeah. You have any shares of Rodon? What do you think? I do. I have a share of Rodon. Um, to me, <laughs> you're not going to like this. Rodon's like a Eduardo Rodriguez, to me, but a little better. Better than A Eduardo little Rodriguez. better than Eduardo. Okay. Gets the Ks going. Walks a lot of guys and shaky at times. Gets Eduardo shoved. doesn't. He walks guys, but he not walks as guys. many as Rodon. Rodon well, has had some pretty bad control. Yes. But he, he's also been hurt a lot. Both of them, really. And I feel like he's never really gets into a groove, Rodon, in his in any season, really. Yeah. So I'd like to see what happens when he does. That's actually not a bad comp. Yeah. Eduardo does strike out a lot of guys. Like he's consistently been over three walks per nine for his career. Right. But the strikeouts have been better than Rodon. Mm-hmm. Like last year he was at ten Ks per nine. Rodon has never been at that point. Mm-hmm. So it looked like Eduardo was getting better. You look at the strikeout numbers; they were getting better every single season. That's why a lot of people were on him. Right. Uh, and not so much on Rodon because Rodon was terrible last year. He was coming off injury. Right. So He's but, an injury case. You know, they're, they're actually not that dissimilar, but I still think Eduardo Rodriguez has more upside. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, I don't know. I, I, I like Rodon a lot. To be I, two I, starts, Greg, and you're out on Eduardo Rodriguez? You've really always been out on him. I have always been out on him. So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't two starts. Look, on him. All right. So if you look <laughs> at his 2016 through 2018, Greg, lowers his ERA each year and ups his K rate each year. So he's getting better each year. I get it. I just love the super high guy. This is and why he drafted him. I drafted him. I drafted him. You drafted him because it was the pit league and you were drafting all of me and Frank's guys. This is right. why you did it, to use it in trade parlay. Yeah, you it worked. Dong. It worked. Now you, Pavetta, now you I think you did a great job with it. Oh, and how did I got to win out of it last week. Oh, there you go. You got to win, but he wasn't great. Though. I got to win. He still wasn't good. He wasn't great. But it wasn't good. Got to win. Yeah. He wasn't terrible. That is a factual statement. You got to win. Thank you. Thank you. Tim Anderson still a second base of the year for you, Chris. Yeah. Timmy Anderson, and also hitting some homers. Timmy, How many homers batting he three fifth today against a right-handed pitcher? Batting fifth today, batting second yesterday. How many homers does he have? Three right now? Is that what it is? I, think I, don't, I don't own Timmy Anderson anywhere. Uh, I think he's got, he's got two. He's got two. I saw that he's, he's batting 517 <laughs> <I see laughs> to start the year. It's weird that ESPN has different averages. <laughs> his expected batting average is 356. I see him at 480. 
It's a weird. Well, I don't know. Baseball savant has him at five. Well, what does you, Fangraphs have him at? He's five seventeen since yesterday. ESPN usually includes it. Whatever. Because I'm looking at you know. Yeah, Fangraphs has him at five seventeen. Sure, five seventeen. ESPN, you suck. So um, Timmy's killing it. Hasn't walked yet. He doesn't walk. He hasn't. <laughs> he won't walk. He doesn't. He'll walk fifteen well, you know times. Oh yeah. <laughs> he also times. is not striking out either. Yeah, he's getting Only better. Thirteen percent strikeout rate. I'm telling you, he's Start going 2020. This guy. 2020. He did it last year. Why, why, why can't he, why can't he do it again? Well, maybe better. 25. Uh, Greg, he does homers, have one walk on the season, actually. So I was at OBP, and his average exactly the same on ESPN, unless he didn't count yesterday's walk yeah. or something. 517 average, 533 OBP. Hit it's by pitch. Ridiculous. ESPN's hit. killing me. HPP. That's why, maybe. H- HPP? Uh, he does not have a hit by pitch this season yet. ESPN's killing me today. It's where I go, it's you, where I, Greg, I go to my Use stats. MLB.com's box score. I, I use ESPN's. All right. <laughs> I think you need to change that. All right, can we get one last update here on uh, Jordan Zimmerman before we wrap up? Uh, Jordan <laughs> Zimmerman, the last that I'm seeing is it's still 3-1. to one, So, look, as long as he goes innings and doesn't give up more runs. Quality start in line. I, you know, I would take that as a win. <laughs> sure. All right, let's see what he's got. Two, uh, he's three got innings. Three innings. He's got three hits, three earned runs, one walk, four strikeouts. 51 innings, uh, 51 pitches. Stop trying to sell yourself. I want to thank Sean Bryan and Martino downstairs. I want to thank Chris Venture. I want to thank Frank Stample. I don't want to thank Jordan Zimmerman. I'm Greg (laughs) Sussman. I don't want to. Thanks so much for watching, listening to Fantasy Best Friends Forever. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We We hope. hope.